Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Love your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. Yes. <laughs> Kissel, this is mm-hmm. the week we turn it all back around. Oh, yeah, buddy. We are coming back big. Yeah, this is the week I'm changing everything. I'm getting into juicing. I'm going <laughs> to go and do some volunteer work at the homeless shelter. Well, that would be I, nice of you. I'm going to go. I'm going to donate blood to families in my neighborhood. I, people well, don't are just spray it on their windows. You have to they, go to the doctor. You can't just go to your neighbor's house with a vial of blood and be like, here's the blood I've donated for you. It's from me. I'm so sick of all this red tape. Big government <laughs> bullshit. If I want to give blood to my neighborhood and they because all the all the news is like oh, none of blood. None none of blood. blood. And you're gonna tell me I'm willing to give buckets of my own blood to that's whoever wants it. I'm just saying, I'm willing to give up to a bucket of blood. That's for free. I'm not even asking for money. And I just want to hand it to one of my neighbors. You mean to tell me that's illegal or that's it, frowned upon? I Fuck don't know. You. I think it's frowned upon, potentially illegal, but I think your heart's in the right place. And that's all that we can ask I'll for. I'll tell them I'll, I'll even wait another, another 72 hours for the mushrooms in my system <laughs> to maybe work their way out of me so that they don't just trip balls when they start ladling into their children's fucking mouths. I don't know what well, they're going to do with it. I don't know what need, their family styles are like. You need to name your next dog Psilocybin. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry. Uh, we I love your jazz weekend. voice. I know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming to this stage, uh, I don't even know who a jazz performer is, so I can't, wow. even, I can't even do that. H- hubby, hubby Lump Cap? I have no idea. They're always named after something that sounds like it could protect you from a sewer. Yes, yes. And I'm just trying to drive back from Vegas with uh, Holden McNeely, who um, if you if you we got a great him weekend in, in Vegas, we really did. If you got uh, a man like Holden McNeely in the passenger seat of your car when everybody's really hungover driving from Vegas, it's a mistake. But as he was yelling, <laughs> I was sitting there and he, he was making up some bit and I ran out of bits. Like I was sitting there. I said, like, oh, this highway is called Saxy Madam Highway. Like I made up. Wow. I, was thinking, I was trying to make up a name. I'm out of I'm out of humor. I was right. the humor was gone. And this is where we're at. 
Absolutely. We're post-bit side stories. Well, we had an exciting weekend in Las Vegas. It's fully open. Highly recommend you go enjoy uh, all of the wonderful things that Vegas has to offer, mainly friendship. We had a great group of people. Also, and that Lambda it- variant is so nice out there. Like when you get that that premium, Ooh. premium Lambda, mm, yeah. first half. Mm. Yeah, you can get that with a side of asparagus. It's a wonderful thing. We do have to shout out Bizarre Meats on Saturday in Vegas. We had a dinner and Henry wow. set this one up. And I want to say thank you for setting that up, Henry. It was a full performance. It was a three-hour dinner. It's at a spot called Bizarre Meat. So if you get a chance... Go check it out. I was we crazy. Ate some really funky stuff, and I I expanded my palate and you my, did and my brain, my culinary brain, and overall, um, it was a great experience. It was incredible. They took care of us, and I can't fucking wait to go back as soon as the doctor clears me. Absolutely. Um, I just well, yeah, I'm gonna have to get all of my blood checked. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I ingested. There was there was definitely a time period where Eddie and I were in the middle of Las Vegas Boulevard. We couldn't get back onto the pedestrian walkway. We had to jump <laughs> an embankment. Um, oh, that's and I'm right. sick. I yeah. don't feel good. Well, speaking of sending love, maybe go ask your neighbor when you give them a bucket of your blood. Say and hey, now. And now may I have a bucket of your blood? That's called a transfusion. (laughs) Well, speaking of love and friends, we uh, Hmm. the updates continue to come from Joe Exotic. Uh, He is apparently he's looking for a husband, and I'm going to say this. I've said this before, Henry. I don't. I know he didn't. I I spoke with an animal rights expert on Top Hat. I know he did not treat those animals right. We know he's a he's a bastard. He's not a nice guy. But should every man be perennially lonely? No. So Joe Exotic. And that's the thing with the Carol Baskin thing. It's like, okay, we all know who knows what happened there. Anyway, who knows what happened? And his other employee, his other guy, he did commit suicide in the office as well. And I'm not going to say he drove him to commit suicide. I'm just going to say that maybe the circumstances were set up that suicide kind of ended up being like there was a suicide solution. Thank you, Ozzy, (laughs) was proffered. Oh, anyway, Joe Exotic, he has applications out for a new husband. So if you are Mm -hmm. horny for Joe, if you continue to watch the Tiger King documentary and you call it one of your your films and you have it in a collection of like butt busters 18 and then it's yes. like big gorgo's weekend in italy and then you also have the <laughs> five episodes one. or whatever of joe exotics if you jerk off to him if you love him he is looking for a husband and true talk i want him to find love why not Love makes you not as dangerous. This is his new press release that he put out uh, that is uh, it is rambling, but also (laughs) weirdly pointed. Joe Exotic's criminal attorney, John Phillips, and his office of attorneys out of Jacksonville is confident that with all of the new evidence that has been obtained, proving conspiracy, obstruction of justice, perjury by federal agents and witnesses, definitely everybody lied. For certain, they, they all lied on him. Every, every single person who said the same exact story, they were all lying. The uh, only truthful moment in Tiger King wasn't even any words. It was the picture of Carol Baskin at her, with her husband on their wedding night where he's on a leash and on all fours as she drags him. The only real moment. It was moment. the only piece of truth where you're like, that. that is 100% accurate so therefore so they're saying they're trying to he he might be out of jail according to his attorney he might be out of jail if not the end of the year if not sooner you're talking about several days from now two to three days from now therefore joe exotic is having a contest called the bachelor king where men over 18 years of age can we at least we should have put at least over 25 years i mean do they really have to clarify where men over the age of 18 i don't okay I, i get it very nice good for you that's what they said. The top three picks will receive a three-night, four-day, 
all-exclusive paid <laughs> romantic getaway with Joe Exotic once he's been released. So you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know where that could be. And you don't know where that romantic weekend's going to be. Is it going to be in Santa Barbara? Could is it going to be in Santa Fuckola, which I believe is in Oklahoma? I love Santa Fuckola. You put it on your hot dogs and it really gives it an extra little mm. pep. Joe Exotic, before he went to prison... I would not call him. He is a sensitive man, but he's he also uh, he's a he's a firebrand. And if you cross him, he says, "Oh, all of that sensitivity that I harness inside of myself that I internalize, I'm projected to you." Perhaps that's why one of his husbands committed suicide. Mm. The question is now he's been hardened by prison, yes. in every sense of the word, and dead. just immediately, you're going to go have a four day, three night. All exclusive paid romantic getaway. These men um, are not going to live. They no, are gonna, they're not. They're going to drown and come. They they may also. Can you imagine the man who is there pretending like they are not about to? Uh, they, I mean, sex is happening. Sex so is don't happening. Go, don't go to this being like. We're just going to start off slow. Like the first time no, you're going to see no, Joe, no. he's going to be wearing a tiger robe. You're going to see no. his rock hard dick. Like yes, it is on yes. like Donkey Kong <laughs> immediately. Just so if anyone out there is thinking about doing it, just get that in your be head. Ready. You, be no, ready. Be ready. Stretch You're going to fuck in there. You're going to fuck in there. Stretch your calves. Stretch your butthole. Honestly, stretch your butthole. Stretch your oh mouth. Oh, my God. Stretch everything seriously, that you possibly can. Anything seriously. that you can insert a penis into, just stretch it because that's going to be happening. Gargle. You're going to start gargle. Yep. You know what's also big? Brush the back of your tongue <laughs> just to make it nice and clean and ready. Um, so that's the Joe Exotic update. Go ahead. <laughs> fill out that form if you are ready for that amount of sex. I don't know if you are, um, but he's not getting out of jail, so don't worry about it. Um, that's also just you not going to happen. You don't None think of this so? is going to happen. No. I think it's possible. No. I mean, who knows? Well, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, also, the other big update is that the zebra snake was found moments after we put out the episode. Was this the one that climbed through the dude's toilet and tickled his taint a little bit? Yeah, that was another story, but it's the, it was the deadly snake that was uh, loose in North Carolina. Apparently, it's been a big deal there for a while. People have been talking about the snake, but it was got and I think it was it committed suicide by cop. Oh, isn't that sad? But so they got the it good. The Raleigh police, they have arrested uh, Christopher Michael Gifford. He's 21. Uh, he had 36 counts of improper enclosures, three counts of mislabeled enclosures, and one count of failure to report escape. Out of all of the things, the mislabeling, what is that? So the cops are going to go in there, and you're going to have some lazy Kathy or Stinky Steve be like, Stinky mm, Steve. Technically, that's not a cobra. That's a venomous um, rattlesnake. And he What's mislabeled that on his cage. And now that is all of a sudden a felony as well. This is all of technically. Us, all of us are felons, are we not, for mislabeling? I think that snake taxes, that's some kind of problem with me. Mm. Also, truly, I believe you're not supposed to have venomous snakes. Right, right. And that's so, the big thing. Uh, and so you present the snake. I don't need. I don't know if you need snake insurance or if you need a snake license. I'm actually not sure if you have to go because it sounds like you have to say to the government, "Hey, I have 25 venomous snakes. Is that cool?" And they're going to be like, "Not unless you give us 65 dollars or something." Like you have to basically probably pay them some well, fee, and then it's fine for you to have baskets of snakes. You mentioned snake insurance. I did find from ExoticDirect.co.uk. Uh, you can get snake insurance for a thousand, uh, what appears to be, I forget their name of their number over there. It's around 1500 bucks. Pounds. Yeah, they got the pounds over there. Uh, is that so true? For about a thousand pounds, 
You can get a snake covered with vet fees, death, or hey. even theft. I don't know who on their in their right mind steals snakes. That's insanely scary. And uh, according to this, they said uh, we paid 94% of pet insurance claims in 2020. So I don't know what that 6% shit. was. But nonetheless, yeah, 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 yeah. so you can get it and it only costs 12 pounds a month and it's payable over 10 months. Wow. So there you Man. go. If you do have a snake and you're in Europe, go to exoticdirect.com and you can find yourself a little snake insurance. If you don't have human insurance first, then you're making you a mistake. Check that. You get need the insurance, insurance first. But do in the UK, they insurance? actually get insurance. In the, in the UK, they actually are fine. Their doctors are free. So that they don't have to worry about that. We, that's the one thing that they have correct. Um, there's also a... Uh, another story that has kind of wrapped up this week that last week I received right after we recorded, of course, I received several emails talking about how Minneapolis is having a little bit of a body parts are separated from people's bodies problem. That's a long been, way to say that. Yeah, they've been finding they've been finding is body this, parts. Is this the three body problem that you always talk about? No, because those are three whole bodies. Oh. This is one body in many parts. Oh, um, no. And it, they have identified it as a person named Adam Johnson. This is in Minneapolis. Uh, they uh, just recently found his penis. What happened? Um, which is, uh, I guess, his penis uh, was going for a walk and it got lost. Oh. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he was brutally murdered. The events leading Jeez. to his death are still unclear. This is from Fox 9. But officers believe his killing was recent. They would say that if the body parts found had been frozen or preserved in some way, maybe it would have been, you know, like they would put him in the leftover bin or maybe he was in the meat fridge. But it sounds like right. this shit was farm fresh. Wow. This is unbelievable. The dude is only 36 years old. Uh, the cops received a 911 call around. And that's just a boy. He's just literally a boy. Uh, the cops received a uh, 911 call at 6.44 in the morning. They found and, a uh, severed leg just in a field. They found a severed leg. So, again, this is someone who was out there on their morning routine, staying ha happy, healthy, and thriving. And next, next thing you know, they find a human foot. And that was on the 300 block of Main Street. No one has any idea. No one has any what, idea what, what the hell happened. They don't know what's so happening. Because they, they've only you know found a couple of parts of him. But there's so many. I know, but it's not the whole thing. No. No, so you need more of the part. You need more of the parts to know. But also, why do you believe that necessarily the person who found the leg was doing something innocent? You don't know the actual intentions of witnesses. That's they get out there trying to do murder themselves and actually got kind of sad when they found that murder was done ahead of them. And they, they're, they're just like, oh, that should have been my leg. Or maybe he went over there to put his penis inside of that leg. And then you said, oh, well, now someone's watching. There's a crowd here and I'm not a performer. I fuck body parts in private. So oh I'm going to call the police. Goodness. You don't know well, what people do. You, you are correct. I have to give you some credit on that. 6.44 a.m., that's two that's ships passing in the night. The people who have not slept and the mm -hmm. people who are going to work and being very responsible whenever you're on the New York City subway from six to seven thirty in the morning, it's eclectic. Oh yeah, buddy. I remember when uh, Holden and I got into the elevator uh, at the hotel where we were staying in at five thirty in the morning, and Holden and I were visibly inebriated. I had a fully oh, this open past shirt weekend. on. Yes. yes, 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 yes. You couldn't and keep we... your shirt on this weekend. I don't know what the. It's a great shirt, but then you had your sash, aka what was this? My man, like a my fanny purse. Sash. It's a my fanny purse. sash. It's yeah, a purse. It's a purse. It's and European. For, it is something, and for some reason, both of your tits at at some point. 
would just inevitably pop out. It's Vegas. It's Vegas. I couldn't control them. They wanted out. But we got into the elevator and then this lovely woman got in. It was about 530 in the morning. And she's like, oh, you guys up early, too? Mm. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're just like, yes, it's a time. It's very much time for us to go to sleep. And then she was like, I'm on my way to the ballroom dancing competition. Oh. I have to get my hair done. I have to get my makeup done. She then she talked about the whole process of ballroom dancing. Meanwhile, like, what if we just attacked you? Like, we're well, two crazy-eyed maniacs, but we were actually very nice. We asked her questions about her hair, and then we went to sleep. That's fantastic. There's a lot of cameras. Never attack in Vegas. You're going to get no. found out. Um, so Johnson, it seems as if he's dead. And they found Johnson's yes, Johnson. Yes. No, yeah, he didn't fall. Um, he didn't fall apart like he was a Lego man. No, like he, he didn't. was uh, he was disassembled. So we're gonna have to figure out what happened there. It must be yeah. some kind of so they cut off his penis and his legs. Was what else did they find? His arm? They found his like hand, one whole leg, <sighs> his dick and balls. And man, I just want to do everything possible to not end up like that. I just want my my penis to stay. On me, man. I just feel like a detached penis. It's like I'm a grower, not a shower. I just feel like it would be so sad it with no body attached to it. It's just like, you, what is that little thing? Did you ever see the it? Lorena Bon John Bobbitt's penis? Yeah, but he actually looked like it had a relatively nice girth to it. Well, she pulled I mean, it out. He's a piece of shit. But yeah, he's a piece of shit. She pulled it. She pulled it taut. Snapped it <sighs> at the end. Click, click, click. That's what's scary. It's also like the song "Detachable Penis." That I remember listening to with my father in the car, and he didn't understand. Isn't that some nice? kind of detachable course, penis? Is about what the same penis on here? You know, everyone says with with Miss Bobbitt, oh, or with um, with the gal who cut off Bobbitt's penis. Oh, Lorena she Bobbitt. heard him, Lorena. Yeah, she heard him. All this stuff. No, because of what she did, he got to make a wonderful documentary called Frankenweiner. He she gave him a career. He, he was well, a loser out- before. He's a loser now. Oh, yeah, he was a piece of shit. And turns out her story is actually very, like, it went from a national, like, joke to, like, oh, my God, Lorena Bobbitt was a victim. And then the penis snipping just kind of was the part of it. Well, again, snapping off someone's penis with a pair of scissors is really never acceptable. Go get out of there. And there's places and resources, hopefully, for help that don't require you to cut off the genitalia of your abusive partner. I will cut off your chunks. Whoa. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. 
But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. I want to do this one because this is interesting to me. This woman killed her friend, Henry. yes. And she blamed the friend's husband. And then the yes. friend's husband went to prison for multiple, multiple years. Her oh, name that's is Pamela. Not good. Her name is Pamela Hupp. And then finally, the dude's been released. He was in prison for 10 years. Oh. And finally, we find out that Pamela Hupp framed the guy. She Jesus killed the friend. Christ. This woman, this is almost worthy of a horror movie. It is. I also like the idea of the, the super deviousness. This took a lot of planning. It did, and she's freaking scary, and you know she put the waterworks on. So the charges announced this past Monday were the latest twist in this bizarre 2011 stabbing of Hupp's friend, Betsy Faria. Now, Faria's husband, 
who served more than, oh, I'm sorry, he only served three years in prison. That's still a long ass time. Yes, it is. One hour in prison is long enough before he finally won retrial and was cleared. And then Russell Ferrier tried for years to pin the blame on Hupp, who was known to be the last person to see Betsy Faria alive. And after Russell, after Russell was set free, Hupp then killed a man in an effort to point authorities back to Russell. Wow. So this woman is killed two people now in an attempt wow. to frame Russell One Hupp. man. So if you're Russell, you're just like, can you stop killing people and trying just to frame me? Like, what go to is therapy. happening? Just go to therapy. I'll say I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do I need to say to stop all the killings? It's just insane. If you're Russell, you're just like, can you just, I, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I ain't gonna, I'll go to South Dakota. I'll actually let you stay where you are and I'll move. Stop killing people and ma'am. trying to frame me, well, please. I actually want to hear the whole story because remember the story we did about the sugar napalm with the woman pouring the sugar water on the husband mm-hmm. and we didn't know why she killed this old man. We're like, oh, this psychopath woman, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he was molesting the kids. No, do not blame Russell. Russell's a victim here. I'm not blaming Russell. Lincoln County Prosecutor Mike Wood. This is what he said. He said, this case stands alone in its heinousness and depravity, such as it shocks the conscious. And now, because of this other murder, they're going to seek the death penalty. This woman. Yes, she's dangerous. She stabbed her friend 55 times. Pamela Hupp. I want to see what she looks like. Pamela Hupp. She looks you can, yeah, you take a Google search oh, of it there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's mega Karen. She's smiling in the photo. That is an evil-looking woman. That's no good right there. She looks like she might be related to the horrible family from Children Under the Stairs or People Under the Stairs, I often say. Oh, both. yeah, she's got the look. She's got, got, got the look stare. of a psychopath. And um, so the cops should also feel a little bit of guilt there for just immediately being like, okay, psycho lady, I guess we'll arrest this guy. You have blood all over yourself, but that's it's, fine. It's very scary. You got to be careful out there, man. Whoo, she mad. The only I wonder what able- set her off. The only reason they were able to get her because of Rick Harrell. He was a newly elected sheriff. Um, he said that he launched an investigation into misconduct and potential criminal behavior on the part of former investigators and prosecutors. So a lot of corruption here. Whoa, holy shit. Betsy Faria, the original victim, was already dying of cancer when she yes. stabbed her to death. And then, wow, I wonder what happened. It was a, I guess it was like she was just trying to get off for herself because the about the insurance money. Do you know, do you want to know the name of Miss Hupp, who's now 62? Do you know what? You want to know the name of the guy she killed? What? Louis Gumpenberger. Oh, Gumpenberger was a born victim. And he was only 33 years old. So she oh, shot God. him in 2009. She, she shot him in 2019. Just to throw to it de- on the dude again? Yes. And then she tried a bizarre scheme and she tried to deflect Whoa. attention. She said they put a $900 cash double bagged in plastic in his pocket. And then she put a, a handwritten note with instructions to kidnap Patri- Pamela Hupp. Drive her to the oh bank to get, God. quote unquote, Russ's money. Then kill her to collect the balance of $10,000 payment promised after the alleged hit. Jesus. Yeah, Hupp claimed wow. Gumpenberger was an intruder who followed her in her SUV. Drunk, jumped into her vehicle, held a knife to her throat, and demanded, and demanded she drive them both to the bank. She told investigators that when she knocked the knife away and ran inside her home, the man followed. And in two 911 calls, 
She reported a burglary in process and then the shooting. She set it all up. Wow. It's horrifying how people Very use scary. the police to set up their own their own uh, little narrative there. And then so, sometimes anyway. the police just shoot you in the head. You're not no fun. matter what. It's really, really interesting out there. You know well, what I mean? Whew, whew. Yes, Lambda indeed. variant. That's what well, I call this, man. Um, yes, this- indeed. Well, in charging up just lastly, when it comes to Gumpenberger, even sadder, she was uh, unaware he suffered from physical and mental impairments related to, two th- related to a 2005 traffic ca- uh, crash. So what? Gumpenberger just had, he oh, was born, oh God. and then everything started oh, going wrong for Gumpenberger. Oh, God. At least he, he made it to 30, dead. 33. Oh, oh Maybe it's better, man. Maybe life's too hard for a Gumpenberger. Maybe, maybe it it's okay. Is. I'm not, I don't want him to be dead, but I feel like maybe it's probably almost, maybe things were just too tough for him and he just wasn't going to make it in America. Maybe not. Anyway, well, actually, this story is something we're going to follow. The article here goes on and on. Um, But we will follow what happens to Pamela Hupp because I don't think I've heard of, I don't think I've ever heard that before. She killed two people to try to frame one guy, probably because she loved him. Maybe. That's what it is. Jealousy over his new shoes. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. It was about the Jays. It's about the chase. Um, this is another story that we're probably going to be following for a little bit and see how it pans, see how it pans out. These are the Wembley murders that uh, just got uh, wrapped up. This like this is an interesting story from the UK. Teen found guilty of murdering sisters Biba Henry and Nicole Smallman in London Park. Mm. Uh, this is uh, Danielle Hussein, 19, stabbed Biba Henry and Nicole Smallman in Fryant Country Park in Wembley um, after he made a quote unquote diabolical pact with the devil. Now, oh if you look at his, he wrote out a an actual <laughs> contract yeah. that he wanted to, he was talking to a very specific demon. The way they got him, we'll, we'll talk about it. It is, uh, <laughs> he wasn't good at it. So no, this is a, this a piece of paper, right? <laughs> so this is agreement. This is his, this is the, the, the pact he signed up for the <laughs> devil. It says, for the mighty king, Lucifuge Refractor. Now, what you know is who's that Luciferge, Luc- who's Luciferge re- Refractor? Luciferge. Luciferge Refractor is the, this is true, is the demon in the hierarchy of demons in charge of the, of Satan's treasury. Right? So he says, this is his, his terms. Perform a minimum of six sacrifices every six months for as long as I am free and physically capable. That's actually quite a few sacrifices. Do you think we're talking animal sacrifices or if he goes to like old, uh, to like a golden corral and has an extra plate, is that a sacrifice? Sacrifice only women is term two. But no, I wish that he would. Honestly, if that would have been nice, if it was sacrifice 10 chicken wings every week, I'd be right there. (laughs) Um, He says, then the third term was to build a temple for you so that I do everything to, to build a temple for you. And number four, I will do everything that I have promised. Now for him, he says, the main thing is he wants to win the Mega Million Super Jackpot. This Mega Million Super Jackpot to receive fruitful rewards in return for the future sacrifices uh, I make to you. The rewards could consist of wealth and or power. I don't Number know three, if this guy really understands. When you win the jackpot, it doesn't necessarily come with power. He's Oftentimes, a it comes with a drug addiction and a bunch of family members you didn't know existed. That's my favorite thing. Have you ever seen when people yes. win the jackpot and they want to be fully covered? They have I a saw mask a dude, on. A mask. 
He had a mask. He had black gloves. And mm-hmm. then the people who said the people who were commenting were like, and also if you think you can make his face out, he patted the mask. Like this dude. Remember that show, um, Magic's Greatest Greatest Secrets Reveal. Yes, that dude, yes. That, He was like dressed like that. I'm like, how bad is your family? <laughs> what? Dude, I also understand what he's saying. I get. I get what he's going through. The lottery ruins people's lives. It ruins so people's lives. He doesn't know what he's asking for. So Can you he imagine, says, Henry, you're a demon. You're a demon, Henry. You're going to know. Telegram, you're in hell. Oh, this guy, he's going to do all this shit for me. He wants to win the fucking lotto. Can a demon even do that? No, because if you looked at, because number one, you know what he didn't do? He didn't get it signed. So he has at the very end, it says signed by me, colon, and it says Daniel, which he wrote in his blood over his own signature. He first wrote the signature down in pen, and then he traced it with blood. And then where it says King Lucifuge Rofakate or whatever it is, he didn't sign. He and didn't this is what's really important. It. No, no, he didn't sign. What? And I think it's really important for you. If you are going to get a contract signed, the person that's supposed to give you the Mega Millions lottery money, that person needs to agree with it as well. Yeah, because well, you're you know, not going to get it. Well, this demon's gonna take half of it. Well, you part know that of what whenever he someone thought. never split, and you know it's all fun and games until you win. If you're like Henry, you have an extra two bucks on this five dollar scratcher. Next thing you know, I win twenty million bucks, and then Henry's like, twenty million would be around six million, and he'll say, "Yeah, but you gave it to me as a gift." And then we go to court, and everything's ruined. And then by the time we're done settling it, we have no more money because of all the court fees. Yeah, it's called the fucking wondery of the sea of the system. Yeah. Uh, but he thought that so the last tenet of his contract was that he didn't want he wanted to be invisible to police. Oh. So what he did is that he bought the knives that he was going to kill the two people with um, just in a store with no mask on. So CCTV <laughs> found him. And the way they got him is that when he did, he stabbed them brutally and ran and left oh the bodies my. behind a bush was that he cut himself very, very severely and he covered the scene with his own blood. Now, this happened at the beginning of June and they just identified him and brought him in because that uh, because of DNA databases like 23andMe. So they found family members through the DNA that they had on there and then they looked at the CCTV footage that they just had. They went and they got him. But he is your standard internet moron he was one of these like th- this is the problem because now they're trying to pay him they're kind of like doing the thing where like, he he did right wing searches and shit but he's just a a shitty 18 year old on the internet which means it's all you do um yeah. so that he is uh he's one of those guys you try to find like some weird shit they found like the occult symbols in his room which is if you look around my office it's all occult symbols mm-hmm. right how many like contracts you know, to how many contracts to the devil do you have in there I don't worry about it. I already work for NBC. Yeah, Whoa. fucking did it. Got him. Go there. You get a accountability all. There it is. So anyway, he's gonna go to prison for a long time. Apparently, yeah, he, he also had a girlfriend, which I did not uh, realize. Um, you know, a lot of people can get those. All you have to do is have a deal with the devil and uh, kill a few pe- people, and next thing you know, pussy come running. Right. I just don't really understand why he thought he it would work. And I mo- I'm I mean, I look at his face. His eyes are uneven. He's got a shitty little mouth and big ears. And the big ears is kind of what makes him British. I look at him and I say, honestly, he's not going to make it. So you this guy so is funny? not a he's not an interesting or capable human no. being. And now he's just going to be in jail for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah, he's a complete and utter failure. Uh, he tried to explain the injuries away to the cops by saying he had been robbed. 
But interestingly enough, he says he was robbed when he had gone to buy lottery tickets. But those lottery tickets were losers. No I wonder if he realized about- at that point, like, oh, no, I was. Oh, no, I can't believe the lottery was a loser. Oh, no. I think that he might have. He might have like, but the devil. What about the devil? And they're like, um, I, I don't know. I mean, this is the lottery ticket. It would be incredible, though, if the police did confiscate his lottery tickets and then one of them hits and then they just go and cash it. Because that's what I would do. And that's not like I'm because of my father's son or at all. You know what I mean? No. And the sad thing is, I mean, other than this entire story, he killed two ladies, Miss Henry and Miss Smallman. And as Henry said, it was all covered on CCTV camera footage. I don't feel any envy. For the person who has to watch that footage, although you know there's one guy in every police department named like um, Vorger. Glurp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detective Glurp. And he's got to go and he's just like, I won a contest. I got to wear a badge and they gave me a gun. Like they they just put him in there and his job is to like sit here, watch videotape. He's like, that's what I do at home. (laughs) Watch more people getting murdered. So don't sign a deal with the devil. And certainly don't sign a deal with the devil so that you can win a lottery because, again, that just makes your life a waking nightmare. It does. Live from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch but I guess I should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster because that's the key there work smarter not harder yes grammarly you know how many times it saves me from writing a long rambling one sentence email at four o'clock in the morning 
to my beloved employees makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right. I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. I do want to talk about this other story. What I love now is that we're now, now some other countries, you know, the U.S. is getting, quote unquote, out of the pandemic. Other countries are getting out of the pandemic. And it's kind of fun to see, like, what everyone's excited to do mm-hmm. um, and the uh, what how that affects neighborhoods. Uh, I love this story. This comes from everybody's favorite and most intelligible magazine, The Sun. You guys love it. Uh, mm-hmm. Furious locals complain villages peace and quiet shattered by screaming and moaning from Swingers Festival. Oh my goodness. You know, I would rather hear wonderful moans of of exaltation and orgasm than the moans of cats or crying. So I feel like the neighbors calm calm down and let people have a little bit of fun these days. It's here we we're, go. 400 we're in fuck party 2021. It is fuck party 2021. It's getting out there. 400 swingers went to this little farm. Like, if you look, there's just some kind of like satellite pictures of it from up above. These are drone. This is drone footage where you just kind of see a bunch of trailers and shit. And there's like a pack of people all fucking naked. Now, this is in Grantham, Lincolnshire on Friday to take part in Swingathon, which was almost canceled last week after organized called it, quote unquote, too much of a hassle. Now, what I do love is it had hot tubs, a naked singer, fetish demos, Miss and Mr. Swingathon 2021, um, which is fine. They had adult bouncy castles, a mobile dungeon, a wet t-shirt competition. And I just think it's really interesting because their main thing they kept pushing is that this is all COVID safe. There it is. You're in an orgy. 
Well, you're having fun. Nothing wrong if you want to have the old orgy there. Uh, one oh, no, the orgy's fine. I just don't know how you think it's safe from fucking anything. If you're just purposely having sex with each other, I just think it's fun. Uh, they keep it like, it's COVID safe. Meanwhile, like, a you guy would rather for them to accidentally have sex with each other. <laughs> one no, guest I... said at, at the event, uh, hidden among the fields of the A52, it was uh, it was being heavily patrolled by security guards. Just oh yes, just be like, hey Barry, come over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are here to make sure you fuck. Um, he explained as well. They said it was all COVID face, uh, all all COVID safe. However, there was a lack of loose and washing facilities, and and then he says, this is according to the witness, one guest. He says. Oh, also, there was no social distancing. It's a fuck party. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking it's Unless a fuck you have a six-foot dick, <laughs> and you only want the head rubbed. Um, so, yes. Uh, anyway, everyone did take the test, and, um, you know. But so they were like just mad because all they heard was the moaning and coming from there. And honestly, you know, men should be louder during sex, I've heard. You should add more noise Definitely not. into your repertoire. You should add I am more. silent yeah. until, until told not to be. No, that ruins yes. it for the women. No, the women need to detect. Ah. They have a fantasy that they have that we are very little to do with. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, you. Apparently, the event organizer, uh, organizer said it went off without a hitch. and Everything was fine. I'm happy That's for great. them. Yeah, man, also, as soon as you come, you don't worry about it anymore. No, you don't worry about all, uh, anything whatsoever. Also... There was oil wrestling. You know, as we talked about, as Henry just mentioned, the world opening up a little bit as we uh, work through the trauma of the past year and some change. Apparently, there was a 600-year tradition in Turkey, and everyone gets together, and it's all men, and they douse themselves with olive oil, and they wrestle around. This is the 660th installment of the wow. annual Kirkpner Oil Wrestling Championship. Man, that's and, straight as hell. You know, these guys are so straight that I don't think they can recognize how gay it all is. They, The picture that I'm looking at has a man with his hand up inside of another man's ass. And they are that's all a grip. oiled up. That's, that's the a grip. grip. That that's a presidential. The it's, I've got a, it's the presidential bowling grip. Yes, it was. And so there was one fighter, Ali Gerbas. He was from the Mediterranean, and he was able to retain his title after a 48-minute bout with Anakara Ismail Kak, and they did it on the grassy square, and then he won the golden belt. So isn't wow, that fun? that's nice. Gold, honestly, when it comes down to it, it's just nice that nature is healing. Yep, this is that's what- That's what you want. Grab a man by the asshole this weekend. Get that shot. Absolutely. Gerbas, he says after his win, he says, I'm so happy. There was no wrestling during the 2020 uh, during in 2020 due to the pandemic. Wow. I became the chief wrestler in 2021. I hope to be the chief wrestler next year and be the eternal owner of the golden belt. <laughs> hey man, I, 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 I wish more power to him. I hope he gets it. I want him to get there soaked in oil. Gotta be yeah. hard to be with sheets it, on his bed. That's for certain. Oh, absolutely. It was 3000 dudes shirtless, Woo. mostly in black shorts. A lot of cigars. I can smell the cigars. Oh, yes. Um, And uh, honestly, if you light a fire, if you light a match and throw this near them, this is a this is a barbecue. It will explode. Yes, they They will will. for certainly catch on fire. Yes. According to Gherkin, he says uh, oil wrestling has its own disciplines, traditions, customs and traditions. And then he says, but by God's will, 
we will finish the 660th Kerpner wrestling event on this day and perform all the rituals one by one without skipping any. That's awesome. Hey, I, I wonder what all the, what what are all the rituals. <laughs> Honestly, know. if you know, email side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com because maybe on tour, Kissel, we can reenact. Some of these rituals, and we you can know start. How much we can olive really oil. Well, I guess it. Yeah, they have. They know. They have the olive oil. They so have if we the do, olive oil. If we do end up doing our turkey tour when we've been captured by ISIS and we have to go perform for Erdogan, I can't wait. We'll do great, and we'll just yeah, we can. We'll laugh. We'll I crush. don't know if you have. You might have to shave. You might have to shave. No, I don't know. My body. I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm you, slick with oil, I'm actually a more textured like an honor. Yeah, but you don't want to be textured because then they can grab you. Well, yeah, that's always bad. I think but you that's want to be slick. I don't know how that's, it works. That's why I'm letting the hair go on top so I could people stop grabbing my long, luscious hair during my street fights. I believe you, buddy. Um, did you see the video of this woman duct taped to a chair on American Airlines? Did yeah. you actually watch this video? I oh, did. my fucking God. There was a woman that they just they the people are now mad. They're trying to say like they she did. They, the stewardesses did this in, uh, improperly. But no, I don't need to duct people. tape this bitch. She was trying to open the fucking door. She I would have duct taped her. You, if you're on a plane and you hear and then like, ah, I want to open the door. Ah, you need to duct tape her. You need to get that. What, what, what's we, the, um, the whatever that one that Billy Mays sells or whoever the hell that. Other when are we going to get to the point where there's so there's so many freak out some planes right now when are we going to get to the point that you need to sign like a psychological release to go onto a plane because this shit's getting out of control this woman stood up in the middle of the flight says i gotta get off this plane and she went and she was trying to open up the door they didn't know what oh. to do the stewardess's dog piled on top of her they had nothing they didn't know what to do they were it was like an hour 15 minutes into a two hour long flight they were already like about to go into like the with the descent like initial descent yeah dude. so they just like well we got to bind her up so they just duct taped well, her to a thing and she's going like <laughs> and apparently one of the stewardesses suffered a horrible bite wound yes that's the her. thing so anyone who is i defend the stewardesses because do. or the stewards course, because man. this is stewards, unbelievably I, fucking frustrating and difficult and why are they the ones having to deal with this a flight attendant's job is incredibly difficult it really you is. are not just a you are uh you are yes you do weight stuff but that's not the only thing that you do you're not just giving drinks and shit you're the safety officers you're the fucking police you of this are, little tube in the sky Nicol like literally your nicholas cage in the movie snake eyes you, had, you I run know they everything have, and you need to solve the crime as well. Do they always have an air marshal anymore? No. Because I don't think they do anymore. No, definitely not. They used to. After 9-11, I feel like every plane had an air marshal. But now they arm the pilots, though. So the pilots do have some little guns in there. But guess what, um, man? Guess what's incredibly hard to do? Shoot a gun on a plane. Because then want... everybody dies. There's no point in having the gun. Technically, no, they should have a plane, tasers or whips. A, a plane. Well, that would be more fun. But I think a plane could survive a few bullet holes. They should have knockout gas. Just for, uh, for the flight for everyone. If they did that, <laughs> we were as knockout airlines. Just sit knock down, us out. Turn wow. the fucking knock up on. Oh, God. Let oh me know when God. we're in Australia. So fucking that. So finally sleep. Yes. So the reason they had to duct tape her mouth, which I think is why people are upset is because she was spitting, and as Henry said, she was biting. And these are just people They're trying just to people. land this goddamn plane so they can get to their other fucking goddamn plane, so they can drop these fat people off at their goddamn vacation spots and go about their goddamn lives. This yep. woman, 
I don't know why people have forgotten how to act on plans. I don't know why I don't know what happened. happened in 2020. I don't know what they were thinking about during 2020. That was like next plane I'm on. I'm freaking out. Specifically, the last two years were not good for our country. They were not good. Um, things went obviously very poorly. Of course, we had the quarantine pandemic that drive people and drove people insane. We also just had rage TV 24-7, uh, rage social media 24-7. It has turned people into uh ravenous dogs to, to turn into mad dogs around. And I don't really understand why, because also there is more uh, opportunity to do things that make you feel better than ever before. There's more psychological things that you could reach out to, like more like uh, self-help situations, like more things you could reach out to, more resources. So mm -hmm. I don't I don't particularly nope. understand what the fuck you, is going on. You mentioned rage. And also, let's see here, just quickly, we can keep this in the show, but just a quick question for Mr. Henry Zabrowski. Do you want to talk about UFOs today or do you want to wait for next week? I will do a big update on UFOs next week. Let's because do it next one thing week. that Great. we got, I, I, what I will say, you can keep this on the show, but I will do this next week. Uh, well, I will do this next week, but you should look up the Devon Seafront UFO, which was one of the, it is a wild fucking looking thing. Again, from the UK, D-E-V-O-N. This UFO was fucking crazy looking. I don't know what the hell that shit is. And uh, we're the, just in a post-UFO world. No, it is. This is not Be the USO that Jeremy Corbell has threatened to show this uh, this proper footage of, which I have not seen. I watched a video uh, there the was other a one day. It was freaking crazy. I don't. Yeah, care you if saw the, the one that looked like a ball, like the one that looked yeah, like a pack dude. of balls, and just like dropped into the fucking ocean and popped back up. And the thing about how cool the USO research is. I don't give a shit if it's alien, whatever it is. Either way, that's really awesome. And let's go figure out what the heck is down there, because no matter what, this is where I think the um, the UFO and just kind of like the, I don't want to say normal, but people who may not love like alien lore, they can all just come together and be like, whatever it is, that's really fucking awesome. Look at this. If you look at that Jeremy Corbel USO video, I'm watching it again right now. It's just what the fuck is that thing that looks like the movie Solaris. There is no reason for the. I mean, I don't know. Like that's why you know we'll, they said it was. Yeah, we'll talk years. about it next week. They said it was some kind of. I forget what they said. I'm just gonna go with big old tuna. Big old tuna. I it's forget. Not there in the was subway some, sandwiches. There was, yeah, there was someone who's been like, I don't know what that is. So I'm sure somebody does somewhere. Anyway, um, did you do any research or have you read any story about the planet that fucking blinked? That's another thing I have to talk about maybe next week. I'll do a big high strangeness update next week. Planet butthole. Wink it. Um, Wink it. Well, there was a sandwich man who recently pled guilty or pleads not guilty to destroying up to $12,000 worth of lobsters. Did you hear about this? This is in the, this is in the Cape Cod Times. He's a 70-year-old East sandwich man. The name of the place is East Sandwich. That's cute. <laughs> kind of funny. He destroyed $12,000 worth of lobsters at a seafood, seafood restaurant last week. Oh. Um, well, uh, oh, my God, dude. Look at a picture of this dude. Oh, he looks like he <laughs> ate all of them. Why is he trying to? Why did he destroy them? Well, video shows uh, uh, the damages between 8000 and 12000 worth of lobsters. Uh, the store managers told police that when he arrived at the market at 630 in the morning, he noticed that the live seafood tank uh, did not have any oxygen flow or water circulation. Oh, my God. And he saw that the power boxes located in the back of the building were turned off. The manager what? turned the, back, the boxes back on and checked on around the 2,000 pounds of live, live lobsters, and he found the lobsters were stressed beyond normal. 
because of the lack of oxygen, and the business owner arrived and transported the lobsters to a processing Why did, facility. So was it an accident, or did he do it on purpose? Well, according to surveillance footage, Votto, that's the dude who did it, I guess, he appeared at the property at 9.18 p.m. Uh, please describe an older white fella. He was wearing he was wearing jeans, a blue shirt, and a baseball hat. He pulls up to the market in a white GMC Sierra truck. He retrieves trash he retrieved trash bags from the back of the truck and he threw them into the dumpster. And then he turned off the power boxes. <laughs> cool. Uh, Votto he currently works at the Market Basket, and uh, was previously the owner of Superior Lobster and Seafood. So perhaps. This, this is, is industry sabotage. A, this is perhaps industry sabotage. Whoa, that's terrorism. That's seafood terrorism. That In Cape Cod, lobster terrorism is real. I think the Homeland Security come and picks you up. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, do you think that East Sandwich like has a rivalry with West Sandwich? I'm sure North Sandwich and South Sandwich, if you ever get them together, it's going to be a freaking bloodbath. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to see that. I want What gang are you on? I'm gang because honestly, I like a lobster roll, but I don't think it's that great. If I was going to choose something else, I'd rather I don't like a seafood sandwich like type of thing. I'd rather have a fried fish sandwich. Mm. So funny enough, the police ended up looking through all the trash bags and they said, oh, that is connected to Mr. Votto. And then wow. the final the final the Cape Cod. Times, what a moron. He left that to call in card. Yep. He said police arrested Votto at his house on Friday, taking him to Sandwich Police Station. Isn't that nice? He messed with lobsters and he went ahead to go to Sandwich Police Station. It sounds like he's like he lives in a pineapple under the sea. That's fun. I mean, it other is. than if you're a lobster. That's or the, the thing, owner. but the lobsters don't know. But also at the same time, I do believe on some level the lobsters are so happy. To make to, us happy. Well, I actually didn't send you this story. This is uh, a bit off here. I didn't even have it pulled up, but it is uh, illegal now, I believe, in the state of California to boil lobsters alive. It's illegal? It's illegal. Well, it is illegal. I don't know. I guess I'm some kind of serial killer. I've never done it, though. I've never boiled them. Normally, uh, I haven't boiled a lobster in a long minute, but I know you're supposed to stab it in the brain before you throw it in there. Yeah, you're not supposed to do it. it's not screaming. They say that you hear lobsters screaming, but it's not screaming. It's air being released from their shells. Well, according to this, so this, I'm sorry, this is not in California. This is in, um, this is going to be in Switzerland, Norway, and New Zealand. They have banned the boiling of live lobsters Hmm. um, under plans to boost welfare rights of crustaceans and mollusks. Interesting. So boiling lobsters alive, yeah, it's banned under the plan. Hey man, whatever it's got to be, I'm not, I'm not entirely against it. I don't know. Do what you know to what? Say, you know, the government is preparing to recognize that lobsters, crabs, octopi, squids, and other introverts, in, uh, invertebrates feel pain. That's part of the they legislation. They do. Okay. It's, uh, hey man, I mean, we can't get voting fixed, but I'm glad lobsters will be okay. Well, Thank God. Thank God they're taken care of. I'm glad the lobsters were the first of the the list because of all of the. The things that need attention and all the groups that need help uh, in these various countries, those lobsters, because I mean, because obviously the lobster union must be mm-hmm. fucking huge. And the lobster, uh, you know how many people they're sending into Capitol Hill, all these lobster advocates, all these guys with big claws and antennas hanging off their heads. Oh, mm-hmm. you know how much pull they fucking have. Absolutely right now. What about the butter industry? That's my question. Because I feel like the butter industry should actually have a little bit more skin in this game. And so to be like, oh, what about all of this? Oh, so, oh, okay. Now it's going to make it a crime for me to spread delicious melted butter all over these carcasses of these, oh, these tortured feeling creatures that can't vote. Well, at present, the the animal welfare sentience bill, it only covers vertebrates. So now 
they're going to say invertebrates as well. Finally, so some action. I'm just so glad that these guys are all hard at work doing shit that matters. It's huge. Good work, I'm just, everybody. I'm just happy I could get your actual real-time response to that. <laughs> that's one of those. That's one of, that's one of those you got to sit with sometimes as an American man. It's just really absorb Sit with it. Um, really um, absorb it. Wow. Really good work, everybody. Good work, country. All right. Well, I think we let's do Hero of the Week. Is it time for Hero of the Week? Yes, it is. We need a hero. This week's Hero of the Week is truly a hero and i don't even want to i don't want to get too uh up the i don't want to get too up in the clouds here but mm. when you stop a mass tragedy from happening no one knows how bad it could have been you know they we don't. were just, i just stayed at mandalay bay i always stay in my bay i love mandalay um steven paddock the the devastation no, it's, it's a haunting could, place because of this show. like i kind of have a hard time staying there just because i know like how hard it is well you know, yeah like, it's certainly not a place for certain jokes that's for damn sure no but if someone could have just stopped him and the people were like well thank you for stopping him i don't think we fully understand you gotta be like thank you for saving hundreds of lives in uh, hundreds and hundreds of injured lives and dead lives thank you for having uh thank you for saving those people but uh, a hotel maid did just that. Uh, yes. She prevented a Las Vegas-style shooting at the upcoming MS, uh, MLB All-Star Game. That's baseball. The housekeeper tipped off that she had found more than a dozen weapons and a thousand rounds of ammunition at a hotel near Coors Field. So this is what's so amazing. I was talking to Henry before the show. We we know hotels well. And obviously, you go to a hotel. The first thing you do, you jerk off. That's just what happens. Of course, boys and girls do it. That's how you start a. That's how you be a person in a hotel. Well, that's just how you. That's how you like. It's just very primitive. It's just like when dogs take pee on other pee. It's just the first thing you do. You got to jerk off in that room because this is mine for forty eight hours. Damn it. (laughs) And if we leave the lotion on the bed, I will just put the no disturb sign up. I'd be like, I can't. I I always rock the no disturb sign. I I do it from the minute I go in there. That's what I do. That's my philosophy in a hotel room. I just go and get towels from downstairs. And I don't have him come in. This guy, he had 16 long guns, body armor, and ammo in the room. He said, you know what? I could also go for a pillow fluff. So he didn't put the no disturb sign up. And she walks in and she's like, what am I supposed to do? Clean around? Clean around the guns and the ammo? So, um, Or is it a pay? You want to do a little conspiracy theory walk? Planted guns by the police, U.S. government. They plant the guns. Have them be discovered easily to show, look, look how hard we're working on stopping mass shooters here. You're look talking to Richard, what they did with Richard Reed. I don't know if that's the case here. This was at the eighth floor at the Maven Hotel, just two blocks away from Mile High Park. Um, and of course, they're hosting the Midsummer Classic there. Yes, um, we were just three there. Men, interestingly enough, and this is a little bit different from Paddock, three men and a woman were arrested and charged with weapons possession in connection with the cachet. Three of the suspects were previous offenders. Ooh, girl boss! Yeah, girl boss. And three of them were also charged with intent to distribute drugs. Um, One suspect, uh, a recent divorcee, had posted a message on Facebook saying, quote, go out, quote, he would like to, quote, go out in a big way. So uh, thank God that this hero woman was able to find that is huge all of these guns they didn't name the hero maid she's humble but she is very sweet and wonderful yeah she's actually probably um, best not to be named because then she's just gonna end up the poor woman's gonna end up getting harassed that's what's beautiful about the fucking internet yep so anyway whoever you are housekeeper 
uh, who saved countless lives that we'll never even know uh, at the Maven Hotel near Coors Fleet Field. You are hero of the week. Thank you wow. for doing what you do. That's fucking crazy. Well, good. I'm glad. We got to keep an eye out. Look for those guns. Stewards, stewardess, and hotel maids, man. They are the front line of defense in this country. Basically, if the government's not going to take care of us, we have to take care of ourselves. It's up to us, people. Get out there. We got to police everyone around us. 24-7. Okay, George Zimmerman, let's call it down a little bit. (laughs) All right, here we go. I got to show you. I got some some letters from listeners. Okay. Your discussion about the butt bandit and his Vaseline artistic statements reminded me of my time working at a fairly well-known art gallery in East London. The gallery is in a rough part of town, and we'd have a lot of local eccentrics and, ho- and houseless people who would use it as a dry, quiet space out of the pollution. A totally natural consequence of having one of the very few free-to-access spaces in town. Absolutely. I worked on shifts with four or five other gallery in- invest- invigilators? Invigilators? I don't know what the hell that is. What's an That's invigilator? a British thing. That's a British okay. thing. Let me look that up before you guys it. all you, make You read it. I can do this. I can do this crack research for you. Don't even worry about it. We would rotate through rooms every half an hour and guard the art from the public, which who are much more touchy-feely than you'd think. I can't believe it. There's a kind uh, of a... Yes? Okay, I got it. In, in a, uh, an invigilator is a British... Uh, it is to supervise students at an examination. Oh, it's like a proctor. It's basically like a, a fancy name for a security guard, kind of. And they make about 20,000 pounds a year. Oh, great. Well, congrats. <laughs> It was kind of a domino effect when it was time to move rooms. You'd be relieved by the room adjacent to you and then move on to relieve the next person. This meant any news spread through the staff like a game of telephone. One evening, my manager comes to relieve me and says, by the way, there's been an incident. I wondered why it hadn't been radioed through until he said, security tried to remove a guy and he's pissed on the floor in protest. He shows me a CCTV (laughs) foot image of the pisser. It tells me to keep an eye out in case he sneaks in again. The gallery closed later that evening, and we all went home, exiting out the back entrance next to a communist library. This was the first night shit was discovered. On the the doorstep of the staff entrance, a neat human turd was was curled up. The protest had escalated. Over the next few weeks, more and more shit would appear. Sometimes on the front doorstep, sometimes at the staff entrance. The legend of the White Chapel night shitter was born. A protest artist working in the medium of his own feces. That's interesting. We never find out why the night chitter was kicked out in the first place, but All I'll never right. forget his face from that grainy CCTV, that grainy CCTV footage. Okay. Well, very interesting indeed. Um, now, this is a disgusting story. Great. Longtime listener. Me and Kissel have the same birthday, but I think I'm two years older than him. Congrats. That's July 21st, 1979. That would yep. be his. Mine's July 21st, 1981. 39 and olden. Yes. Oh, my and God. And it was back another, in. Like, oh, my God. Only a week. So close. I'm so holding close. for one more week. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. Then you'll be pissing. Never holding again. <laughs> so 2004, 2005, I had a buddy who was into collecting movies and picks off the Internet. It was mostly through news boards at the time is where I lived in Vancouver. Our ISP had really high bandwidth limit. That's into a few years later when their news group server died. And since then, it's been already it's it was already old tech. They'd ever replaced it. 
He downloaded all sorts of pick sets, and since it was on the new servers, they were all compressed files, so you didn't really know what you got until you downloaded all the compressed files and unzipped them. Uh-oh. Well, he thought it'd be funny to email me and my girlfriend, now my wife, who is extremely snake-phobic, a picture of a man holding what is a very large 10 to 15 foot long python or boa constrictor in his arms with his fully erect penis inserted into the snake's vagina or cloaca (laughs) or asshole, whatever the fuck snakes have. Let me tell you, it was one of the single most disgusting things I've ever seen. My girlfriend was so fucking horrified and angry that that was pretty much the end of the friendship. Uh, So let me just add that I was going to school for visual effects at the time, and I can recognize a Photoshop job, and this was not a Photoshop job. So I was like, congrats. Well, you know, he's just a friend trying to make you laugh a little bit. I don't uh, recommend doing that with a snake, though. Wow, man. Also, this is, uh, but someone sent another letter about a woman getting uh, uh, watching in a meth den, in a meth uh, meth sort of uh, situation, watching another man pleasure a woman with a snake. That's oh. something fun. That goes out there, goes up and down her church. Um, and this is oh, another okay. this is another penis breaking story. And then you know what? Next week we won't do as many penis breaking stories. I just think it's it's relatable. Yeah. Um, a few, a few, a few years back, I broke my penis in the same exact way as the fellow you spoke about who supposedly made a medical history. This is the thing about Ripley's too. Remember that guys is that you may have bro- broken some kind of record, but if they don't know, no one knows. You got to sign the paperwork. How many people who get broke in penis world records that we'll never know? Cause they didn't we'll go never through the know. proper channels. So my wife was on top when I came out and bang, I felt the pop and I checked it out. I had a light bruise going all the way around the, in the middle. So the next day I wake up for work and it felt a little weird, but not painful. Walk the mile and a half to work at USPS to start delivering my route. Damn. Thank you. Whew. Everything was good. It's a great job, man. I love those guys. Thank you for delivering all the packages. Oh, yeah. Everything was good for a couple hours until I went to take a piss at a business I was delivering to. When I whipped it out, it was the color of an eggplant and three times the normal size. Oh, my. I drove back and told my supervisor I had to go to the hospital. And when he asked why, he said, I broke my dick last night. The look on his face was priceless. Upon reaching the urgent care, the doctor was shocked when he saw it. Once a urologist heard the details, I was scheduled for emergency surgery. They fix it by making an incision all the way around the head and degloving the skin all the way down the shaft. After they stitch up the rupture, which my doctor said was two centimeters long, they then pull the skin back up oh. and stitch it to the head. Like a pair the of pain, pants. Oh, God. The pain is fucking unreal. He said the worst part is you still get morning wood, and it's the most excruciating erection that you can fucking imagine he says all good now and he believes he gained a half inch of dick wow well good for him holy fucking shit i'm in pain that is the gold at the end of the broken dick rainbow let's do we'll do a new round of letters send something with aliens or ghosts in it sure just for a second you know what i mean something new something fresh but i love to really get in there and, and be with the public Absolutely. Well, be careful when you're in the midst of coitus. Sometimes you're not thinking clearly, and uh, and the dick has a mind of its own. It does, and it can be really, it can be really very too adventurous. Yes, it can. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Stories. We did it again, you fuckers. I want you to go and go go to our fucking our live show, man. It's gonna be better than this. 
I yes, it's different than this entirely. It's We're gonna have a good show. Really get out there. Comparable. Go to lastpodcastintheleft.com to get the tickets to all of the live shows. I believe we're close to being sold out in a couple of them. Chicago, yeah. St. Paul. Go get them. We're so excited to see you. we got a new show. Uh, we just released more dates. Uh, I heard some people yelling about Phoenix. We're coming to you. We're coming to St. Louis. We are very, very excited. Uh, and can't wait. Can't wait to get drunk. And, and, and this is all. I'm just excited to be healed from the last weekend after this week. And then I'll be ready to get drunk again. Absolutely. All right. You got a triple L at Henry. Yeah, you got to. You got to live every day like live every day like Sunday morning when I woke up so relieved to not be tripping anymore. Um, You got to love the cogency that comes with understanding how much work you have to do in a work week while you're hungover in the middle of a six hour drive stuck in traffic at 125 degrees outside. You're walking. You know for a fact that you got to get back because there's so much work. And meanwhile, you are might be shitting tiny little bits of blood and you just got to get there. And then you. But you know what? When it comes down to it, because you're with your buddies and you made good memories, you got to laugh. You got to laugh. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're happy and healthy and safe out there. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know. Uh, follow us on Instagram and everything because we'll also be in uh, in Whedon, Whedon very, very yeah. soon. And then and, uh, uh, I believe it's Sarah. We're going to be coming Sarah. to that dispensary at some point. Also, big thing is to know you're going to hear a commercial for it. We got new coffee. Last podcast on the left with Spring Hill Jack. It's our Mothman Red Eye blend. I've been drinking it in my home. It's going to fucking energize you. It's going to make you shit your pants. It's everything that you need. It's great. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalashans? Magustalashans. Also, Vegas is wide open. If you want to go uh, have a fun weekend with friends. Send me a doctor. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.